0: Cincinnati, welcome to the Gonna fly Ooh, yeah. The beast is awake Orange, black and white Cause when the jungle come alive Who day, day we ignite and a strike Cincinnati we gon' rise and a strike. In the jungle we unite and a strike Drippin' orange and black and white Who day when we fight Live and die In we go, go. It's a Wake up the beast Every day is a feast Time to bust it off the leash In the jungle drippin' heat Tigers can the city streets East side stand up, west side stand up If you weapon, who they, time to put your hands up Dingle stripes we in it, new day new age yeah we get it Cincinnati jungle fitted, Who day in our house we win it Orange and black and white we build it, earn our stripes you know we kill it Bleed our colors go In the jungle, we'll reflect that who they muscle on right. Cincinnati, we gon' rise in the right. In the jungle, we unite in right. orange black and white, who Like that black and orange, a bottle, bingo bottle, never stopping to the beast of beast and no Who ain't rockin' with the diamond stripes, flossin' on the wings, Cincinnati sees our queen. We gon' show. the jungle, day when we fight, die, Hey
1: guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is
0: Sports
1: with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopoul. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio. Home of Jackpot, Joey Burrow, and the first place Cincinnati Bengals. God, I can't wait till Sunday. Now do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,428 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter and you have yet to subscribe to my channel, please do so. Go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the button for subscription. Hit the bell for the notification. And every time I go live, you'll be notified. Also, exclusively in the YouTube chat crew, we're doing super chats. So, if you want to support what I'm doing or give me a super chat and make sure it's uh, that it's written, give me a super chat. I would greatly appreciate it. Now I'm coming to you live from the Ice Cave. and The Ice Cave is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out the website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, guys. It is Thursday. It is one day away from a fun football Friday show. We got the Bengals versus the Ratbirds on Sunday. Big divisional game. The division lead is in the balance. I cannot wait. We, I talked to Matt Ritchie. I was on a text chain with him earlier today. He's the head of the season ticket or season ticket booth. Um, they We are very, very close to being sold out, which is awesome. That's what we want. And hopefully sold out to Bengals fans. So if you have not bought a ticket yet and you want to buy a ticket, they're going fast. I would get on it and get it going. So uh, Pro Bowl Selectors came out today. Some interesting stuff from Wink Martindale about Jamar Chase. But let's get to my guest. He's one of my favorite guys. The my favorite California guy, I put it that way cuz well, I don't know too many make California guys. But here's my boy, Anthony Cenzza. Love
2: Anthony. that picture. Love that picture. What's up, Ice man? How you doing, bud?
1: Good, brother. Good. How how is the uh, how's your Christmas uh I should say shopping going cuz we are very very close. Are you get everything done yet. I'm still working on it.
2: <laughs> I think so. Uh, I, I, you know, it's one of those years where I kind of feel like I, I don't, I don't know how well I did shopping. <laughs> I think I got it done. You know what I mean? But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's, I think it's pretty much done now. It's more just kind of finishing up the wrapping and getting it, getting it all figured out for tomorrow, but, uh, I'm doing, exactly. I'm doing all right. Otherwise,
1: how are you doing, bud? Good, man. I actually got a nice little, little present today from, uh, Maddie Myers. He hooked me up with this bengal's watch i don't know if you can really see it it's on my oh, wrist nice it's kind of but hey, yeah, tell well, maddie
2: Matt, i've been i've been wearing that jackpot joey hat out in cali so awesome, uh, I, meant, awesome. I meant to wear it today but i've been running around like a crazy guy today so i, did, <laughs> I didn't pop it on for the show but
1: i <laughs> no have no been worries. wearing that bad boy no, no worries i i we we appreciate you wearing it. and like i said if you guys want any jackpot joey stuff portions of the percy go to the joe burrow hunger relief foundation so you, you can hit it up at uh, jackpotjoey joey All right, big game Friday, or excuse me, Friday, tomorrow's Friday, Sunday. How are you feeling right now a couple days out from it? I'm excited. I think we're going to win. What's your thoughts on it?
2: I have said this to a couple of other people. Um, I'm being pulled in both directions. There is a part of me that believes that the Bengals have this one in the bag, particularly based on what we saw the first time, and the Bengals beating them up pretty good, and then – the condition of the roster for the Ravens going into this one is unbelievable, really Mm -hmm. Uh, be it from injury or COVID or both, you know, they've got a lot of issues and it also, you know, provide the the issues on the roster are in areas where the Bengals exploited the issues last, last time around when they did have a more complete roster. So, you know, I, I, so there's a a lot of that is playing into like, Hey, I feel pretty good about this one. The other side of me is, I've watched the Bengals for a long time. You know they've they've dropped some important games. So I'll just kind of say it politely that way. Right. And the fact of the matter is, I, I've said this phrase a couple of times. Um, when is the last time you've seen the Baltimore Ravens lose four in a row? Um, that it's a little. It's so their backs are against the wall. I, I don't. I, even though the point spread's pretty close, I don't know that a lot of people are giving the Ravens a shot. I don't know. Um, a lot of things point to, when you just look at it, maybe it's paralysis by over analysis, but as you just look at it, this seems to be a game that the Bengals should win though.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree with everything you said. Um, the, the scary part is when's well, the last time the Raptors lost four in a row, but also, like you said, they are so injured and have so many COVID yeah. things like Foxy says here. And a couple people asked me this. Do you think the game will get postponed? I don't know. <laughs> I, I hope not. I didn't think they were going to postpone any games, or I won't say postpone, rescheduling the games this year. But then the Browns, excuse me, Clowns game last week they did. So who knows? Um, I'm pretty confident that we're going to take this. I think the Bengals have the better team. I think Wink Martindale's confidence in his defense and not wanting to double-team Jamar Chase, even though – you know, what happened last time? I mean, this is what he said. He said uh, he said uh, uh, he would not double-team Jamar Chase like he did Devontae Adams. Adams is one of the top two receivers in the league. He's not. Uh, number two, Aaron Rodgers is a Hall of Fame quarterback. I don't think he's ready for a gold jacket. Me and Joe Burrow. Now, I mean, I can't disagree with that stuff, but did he remember the last game?
2: <laughs> Jamar yeah. Chase can you, can you put that graphic back up? Do you mind? Yeah. Okay. So where the quote should have ended is after Hall of Fame QB. I don't think it needed to be. And I don't think we're ready to buy a gold giant. Like, why, why would you even add that? You know, right, you can just right. say, you know what? We we have a game plan in place for for Jamar Chase. He didn't need to say, like, we're not doubling him because he's not Devontae Adams. And then the last part of it. And I'm not like, why would you even do
1: that? I, I, I don't know, man. I, I honestly don't know. I mean, I, I can just see Joe going, OK. All right. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, we'll see. We'll see. OK. And you by know, the I, way,
2: by the way, sorry to interrupt. No, by no. the way, Joe Burrow didn't make the Pro Bowl. He's an alternate. Yes, you know, th- how well do you think that sits with a guy that always has a chip on his shoulder? Exactly. you going into this week and then you've got a quote like that. Uh, I don't
1: know. Right. I don't know. Right. I mean, I mean, I, I don't really know necessarily how much these guys need billboard material, but I'm sure it helps as far right. As right. give you more motivation. But yeah, the Pro Bowl selection was uh, Trey, H- Trey Hendrickson, Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon. Which I'm fine with all those. I was kind of surprised Joe Burrow didn't get on there. I mean, he's his pro football focus grades are off the charts all year. He just hasn't had the big dominating 400 yard game that he had last year. He had multiple ones of those last year. I guess that's the reason they keep him out. But I was a little shocked that Joe Burrow did not make the Pro Bowl. How were you surprised on that?
2: I was a little shocked because, you know, you, you when you see, I mean, not that Lamar Jackson is not deserving, but he's up there in interceptions. He's missed a little time with injuries and whatnot. So you kind of figure, you know, maybe maybe Joe Burrow gets the the nod there. I, the, the thing that kind of irritates me with it, though, it's not just not getting the Pro Bowl nod. He's not getting enough recognition for comeback player of the year. He's not yes. getting enough rec- recognition for most valuable player. I, and so you go, oh, man, I mean, what, what's this guy got to do? Because there are a lot of nice – pieces that have been added to the Bengals over the past couple of off seasons and the draft and free agency. But I mean, there's, there's no doubt that Joe Burrows, the the heart and soul of this team, and he's the leader of this team, this team. Uzama had a quote. I I don't, I I don't want to misquote him, but he said essentially something. I'm not even checking with the coaches anymore. I'm just basically running the routes the way that Joe wants me to run the routes. I mean, that's a guy who's been in the league since 2017, 2018. You know I mean? So when he's sitting there saying that about his quarterback, I mean, that tells you a lot of what you need to know in terms of his control of the offense and, and his standing with the team. So, you know, it's not just the pro bowl, it's the pro bowl in conjunction with the other awards. And right. you know what, it's kind of like, well, who the hell cares if it, if it <laughs> nets postseason wins or a postseason season right. birth or both, you know, if
1: we win a super bowl, I could care less. <laughs> yeah. but to me, it kind of goes to the whole narrative that we had all year that, that Cincinnati uh-huh. doesn't get the respect. From the national media from its peers, yada yada yada, all that stuff. They're gonna have to go out and take it. And I think this, you know, Pro Bowl snub, and I'm gonna call it a snub, you know, is is more along that line of they just don't believe in us, don't think we're as good. You know, I mean, let's be honest, like the sports illustrated had us winning two games this year. I should have made the bet. I, I should have. They said six games. And I knew we were going to win more than six yeah, games. Yeah. I'm checking myself. I knew I was going to, but that's just where I'm at with this, and it's it's not really surprising. But it just goes to gives more fuel for the Bengals. To go, all right. We'll see. Yeah. We'll show you. You know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens here. Uh, Aaron here says. Um, he says, "Are any changes that you would make on the coaching staff if we somehow don't make the playoffs?" I haven't even thought about that yet. What's your thoughts? Oh, you got a thought on it. <laughs>
2: uh wow. Um, you know, I think I think you got to give a lot of credit to a couple of new coaches, um, or newer coaches that they've brought in. Um, I mean Pollock being there, of course. Marion Hobby, defensive line coach. Huge. Well, what an what an addition he's been. Huge. Uh Troy Walters, who by the way, Bengals Nation, if you didn't see Troy Walters, uh, I, I haven't heard an update, but his uh, yeah. young son was in the in the NICU. So I hope everything is well there. But Troy Walters doing really a, a, a pretty dang good job with the wide receiver group. Um, so I, I mean, I'm I'm a little hard pressed to sit here and say, you know, I I don't know. I mean, unless there's a full collapse, do you do you focus in on Zach I I think this coaching staff, based on what we've seen this year, unless there's a complete fall apart over these next three weeks. Um, I, th- I think it stays largely, or or pretty much all intact for next year, and they they kind of run it back next year and say, okay, this is now year three with Burrow and and the whole group. We really got to let it go here, and then you know let the chips right. fall where they may. There, I, I just offhand, I'm not, I, I don't really see any that is, uh, you know, a coach that's standing out to me and says he needs to go.
1: Um, right, hey, that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, I mean, unless there's a complete, and we lose the next, you know, three games, then maybe you know something. Might change them, but I really – I don't see – I don't personally see us losing. I think we're going to win the next two out of three. I, I I, think Kansas City might be lost, but I think we're going to beat the Raptors. So I think we're going to beat the Clowns. But but how – How? Uh, just take back to a year ago. <laughs> what were we talking about a year ago? We're talking about draft picks. Uh, Lou, I would call him Adam Rumo at the time because I didn't like his defense, but Lou Armour uh, – or I call him – excuse me, I call him – Armadillo, I forget my own nickname. Blue Emmer, he's got to go. Uh, Zach's got to go. Everybody's got to go. You know, we got to we got to protect Joe. We got to do. awesome a year later, Anthony, we're in first place. Mm-hmm. We're this close to winning the division. We're this close to going to the playoffs. This is awesome, and I, I keep trying to tell everybody enjoy it. And 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 you know, I'm a Bearcat fan, so we we had a, a great season with the Bearcats, and we got you know we're in the college football playoffs. I mean, to be a Cincinnati football fan this year. Has been so much damn fun, more fun than I've had. I'm almost 47. This is the most fun I've had in 47 years. I'll tell you that as far as being a Cincinnati football fan.
2: Well, it's not just Bengals first place at like Halloween or Bengals first place at Thanksgiving. It's Bengals first place in the division at Christmas. Yeah. Uh, right. So I mean, it's it's kind of something where you go, hey, this is this is pretty cool because we we kind of just wanted, well, we wanted them to go to the postseason and, and make noise, et cetera. But I mean, I think we all kind of would have been like, Hey, if they showed positive strides and they were kind of in the picture and they were making, you know, making things interesting down the stretch a little bit, we would have taken it, but now they have a real opportunity to get into the postseason season. And uh, you know, as a, as a possible division winner, depending, depending on how it all plays out, they could host a playoff game. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff that, that mm-hmm. can play out here. And um, they're, they're just, there are inconsistencies. There are ups and downs with this team that I think we all predicted would have come with a, with a young team, but they're a lot of fun in a lot of different ways, and they've grown up pretty quick for a young team. So, uh, and, when, and I think you can you can agree, Jeff, that when they're good and when they're on, they are really yeah. good.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You don't turn, they're not don't beating turn the themselves,
2: right?
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, they don't turn the ball over. They're yeah. they're an elite team. I mean, I think I, I, I wrote this down real quick. I think I'm right. When they're uh, one turner over or less this year, they're eight and one. I think I think that's right. I got that real quick from uh, Dave Lappal. But that's yeah. When they're when they're on, there isn't a team in football I think they can really play with them as it was with the talent. And everything that's including the defense and t- and I, I the part that shocked me the most, still is shocking to me, is how good this defense has been. And I got to give it to my boy Eli Apple. Eli Apple. What a great pickup. I mean, just Duke Tobin and the drafts he had this year, the free agents that he signed. Other than Trey Waynes, which I hate keep Harper on him, the last two years, what free agent or draft pick hasn't contributed to the Bengals? They've they've
2: done, uh, you know, a pretty good job of collecting talent. I mean, there's, there are some some questions. If you're talking draft picks, I mean – you, you kind of can make an argument for a couple of recent second round picks. Jackson Carmen's been in and out of the lineup. He, he actually had some, some okay moments last week. Um, and then you can go back to drew sample who, you know, I, you look at the draft picks there, but I mean, free agency wise, you know, they're, they're getting a lot out of most of these players. And I know everybody likes to focus in on Trey Waynes and the lack of impact there. But when you look at, if you kind of, take a step back and kind of take a mile high view of every transaction they've done really in the, in the past couple of off seasons, Trey Henderson, DJ reader, Larry Ogun, Larry Ogan Joby has seven quarterback sacks this year.
1: That that's, that's the most surprising part for for me, uh, for, for his plays, the quarterback sacks. I knew he'd be a run stopper, but getting pressure on the quarterback has been awesome.
2: Yeah. And then you've got B.J. Hill. They're making, you know, so for him. for every Trey Waynes, there's, mm-hmm. you know, five, six, seven guys. Oh, by the way, their big free agency acquisition this year is a pro bowler. So, right. uh, you know, uh, you, you got to kind of tip your cap to what they've been doing there. Eli Apple, you know, I've been asked a lot about him. I've been on some other Ravens shows this week and been asked a lot about him because he's he's starting to kind of talk and put some stuff publicly out there about the Ravens this week. And that's not sitting too well with, with that contingent (laughs) of of fans. Um, But I, I, my answer to it has been, you know, he started off pretty poorly. He was Mm -hmm. thrust into a role in which that was not the one that was envisioned for him because of Trey Waynes. Right. And since he has slowly played into, he's okay to respectable to pretty dang good um, at times. So, you know he's talking his noise. I hope I hope it doesn't blow up in his face right. this week because he's talking right. his noise a little bit. But <laughs> yeah. um you know he he can he can at least for now he can do it because he's he's been backing it up on the field, especially in the middle and later part of the
1: season. Yeah. Now one thing I gotta ask you, and I, I'm a little off topic, but every time you call on the show, I keep wanting to ask you this: your stuff in the background, where did you get all this? And what is what's the big one in the in the top corner above your head? The big bingo head. That, that- one. Yeah, what is
2: that? So I'll I'll tilt it up. Uh that is an old from like the 1920s, Royal Bangles Cigars, like oh. to, like a old advertisement. Uh my oh. wife got found it on like eBay or something and uh had it framed. So it's one of those old school, it's not like the tin, you know, the old tin cigarette yeah. yeah. It's not, it's actually like cardboard or, or like a poster, but I she I think it's really cool, actually. Yeah, it has I'm nothing always- to do with actual bangles, it's just pretty cool, and then uh up up at the very top, the Cincy jungle shirt. Mm-hmm. I wore that years and years ago to the 2013 game against the chargers. And I had a bunch of players and Mike Brown signed the thing and all oh, kinds wow. of stuff. So, yeah. So I just kind of, kind of some stuff. I've collected some pictures of us, at, you know, family members and stuff, right, right, of right, us, right, the right. games. And yep. I know he, uh, this side, wait, yeah, this side. he <laughs> who shall not be named is yes. right up there. I knew, I knew uh, who that guy was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh, just a bunch of kind of collection of stuff, and I've got some other stuff in my. Couch. I've got crap everywhere. So, yeah. yeah um, so do
1: I? You, you see my ice cave down there? Well, yours is
2: far more organized than mine. It looks oh, like. Oh, Dude, but...
1: I got I got more stuff in my closet that I could freaking. I'm running out of wall space. I need a yeah. I need a bigger room. That's that's my uh that's my <laughs> problem. But yeah, I've been always want to ask you that. Like, what? Yeah. Especially the one above your head. I'm like that looks so cool. Well, I couldn't figure out if it was cigars or cigarettes or, or or what it was. Yeah, yeah, it
2: was an old school cigar poster from I think it was like the 1910s or 1920s something. way
1: way back there so that's awesome so let's talk about the o-line situation now um do we know is is fred johnson started at right tackle and is uh carmen jackson starting at guard do we know that for sure yet or has that even been announced
2: i think it's to be determined um so you've got as of a recent injury report um so joe mixon did practice as of thursday lamar jackson did not so I think for that situation, the Bengals probably might want to be preparing for Tyler Huntley there. Um, I, I just would think that after not practicing Wednesday and Thursday, I don't I don't know that Lamar Jackson's going to be in the game now. In terms of right tackle, um, you know, Reefs Reefs obviously out. Yeah, there, there's there's going to be kind of an interesting situation there because you've got. Prince um, in, in the mix, and you had friend Johnson play. He was the number two rated Bengals player in terms of Pro Football Focus grade uh, against the Broncos uh, for wow. his overall score. Uh, so yeah, I mean, do you give that another shot? There, Hakeem Adeniji uh, and was, was he's got an ankle issue, but he was pulled from the game, and Jackson Carmen went in there, and Jackson Carmen played a little better. So um, you know, I it's it, you may just. As weird as it sounds, they may just kind of go with the hot hand there, and and obviously Reef being out changes things immensely, especially at right tackle. But um, I think it's to be determined at this point. Uh, I haven't heard too much in the way of that. Okay,
1: now uh, last year I was I, I was, I haven't changed. I'm still a big uh, Fred Johnson fan. I I wanted him to be our starting right tackle last year instead of the swinging gate Bobby Hart. Yeah, but um, so I, that's why I'm I I, I could see him. Eventually, future-wise, being a starting right tackle for the Bengals or somebody, so I'm okay with with uh, Fred. And to me, with the thing with Jackson Carmen is, I almost wish like they they took the time they 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 drafted him. I almost wish they just put him in there and leave him in there and let him develop. If they believed in him enough to be, to spend a second round pick on him, keep pulling him in and out of the lineup, I don't know if that's going to help his development. So there, there's a lot of part of me that. Would just say, put him in there and let's go. And if he, if it goes bad, then you can yank him out. But I'd almost rather go with Jackson because you've already invested all this time and money into him, and you you, you put it out there that he's going to be our future right right guard. So why not put him out there? That's kind of where I'm at with, with Jackson Carmen in the offensive line. Right yeah,
2: now. there's <sighs> – the the problem is is once one guy seems to show you something then the next the next week or the next series they it blows up on them. jackson jackson carmen has had from what i can tell and i'm not i'm not the most astute film guy but i mean I, I i check things out and i look for things here and there and you know from what i can tell he has a lot of wow plays and he has a lot of ho oh boy plays yeah um <laughs> and so that it, it's it's trying to iron out and even that out a little bit. And it's just, you know, not having some of those drive killing type of plays from a young player. And I'm with you though. I kind of wish, even though they they were able to collect wins and some of those things without some of these guys in the lineups um, from a developmental standpoint, from a long-term long-term stability standpoint, you kind of wish you gave these guys a little more time uh, and a little more, some more snaps to be able to get, I mean, that, there's nothing better for a young player than to give them time and to give them snaps and reps and in games, um, to, to really see what they can do. And, you know, and then like, like you said, when you kind of play the musical chairs thing where one guy's in one guy's out then you've got the continuity issue. Um, I think it it was stabilized a bit this year with, with Jonah being healthy, Mm -hmm. Riley reef being in there early part of the season. Then you've got, Trey Hopkins, who did not play overly well because uh, early, um, be but I th- yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I think just having that familiarity there helps uh, Quentin Spain being there, who was there latter part of last year. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man, I I, I wish I had a better answer for you, but I, <laughs> I, I just had wished that they would give some of these guys some more snaps. I Fred Johnson continues to intrigue me though. I mean, there mm-hmm. are games where he, when he has started a left tackle and right tackle where he's played pretty well. And then there are other times where he has not played well and then has not give, been re- given another opportunity. Right. They tried him at guard last year in the first Cleveland game. Oh. And that was an absolute disaster. Yeah. I don't. I um, see that and again. He's not a guard. I mean, that's just, no. he's, he's too big. And yeah, yeah, that's, he's not a guard. Um, so you know, it, it'll it'll be interesting to see what they do here. I do know that this staff likes Isaiah Prince though. They 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 really like him and uh you know, as, as evidenced by their usage of him, even when Riley Reef was healthy on a lot of jumbo packages. The right. Dennis Roland package, right? Tackle yeah. eligible. I,
1: I keep hoping they're gonna throw it to him sometime. That would be that would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> ben Ben said, is Iceman getting overloaded on certain stats with how Anthony's insightful answers are so in depth. <laughs> uh, dude, I'm just I'm flat out. I think wore that's out. a nice
2: way of saying Anthony's talking too much. <laughs>
1: nah, nah, that, or or I, I'm just flat wore out, dude. I like I said, I, by, these hours at work are killing me right now. So I got one more day and hopefully I'll get some normal amount of sleep. I think that'll help because I know I, I to me I look tired. All right, Natty wants to go. Uh, why isn't identity a backup tackle? Um, he did play uh, some tackle, I think, last year, didn't he?
2: he was yeah he was slated too and then yeah he was kind of a backup guy he came in uh in that titans game remember and yes. oh that yeah was, yeah, that, yeah that was As, the that was, game where Spans the Bengals,
1: Was yeah Spans first game yeah mm-hmm.
2: yeah uh so yeah i mean he came in in that game and played pretty well and then I, I think they gave him a couple more shots later in the season it just didn't work and then he was injured this year uh they like him and, and they just you know, they try and, and figure out a spot for him. He's played some guard, he's played some tackle, and it's the same thing. Where I think, uh, gosh, what was it? Was it the San Francisco game, or the, or maybe it was the Chargers game? One of those games he played well, and then the following week, he just like last week, oh, it's a Chargers well. game.
1: Yeah, the yeah, Chargers yeah. game play. Of San Francisco it didn't play good at all. <laughs> the yeah, the yeah. yeah, the whole that's offensive line was. didn't play good.
0: Yeah, yeah,
2: that's what it was. So, uh, I, and that's the problem with these guys, these young guys. And I think that's obviously it's got to be super frustrating for this coaching staff where it's like, just give us some consistency right. you know, from game to game, from series mm-hmm. to series. I mean, you got to give us some consistency. And even if it's, you know, average to even slightly above average play, you got to just be consistent. And it's I don't know. I, I it, it, yeah, that, these guys kind of tease you. Right. I, mean, I know. It's just, yes. it's like,
1: Well, that's uh, one thing I've said about this offense. People keep like, why can't we be consistent? I said, well, if we can get consistent play out of your offensive line, it's going to make it a lot easier for your offense to be more consistent. So once they figure that out, which which I agree, which drives me nuts, there's there's games where it's like, all right, we're on the right page. I think we may maybe going in the training in the right direction figuring this out. And then you have games like San Francisco, which you got to give the Sucky Niners credit. They got Nick Bosa. I mean, <laughs> he's an elite pass rusher. There's not a lot, a lot of teams that can block him. But it still drives you nuts. It's like, we're so close <laughs> to, mm-hmm. to being a consistently good to slightly above average offensive line. And then we fall backwards. That's, and that's kind of the way this team has been this year too. Cause it's, and I chalk it up to being a young team. I know there's a ton of guys are in their first or second year on this team. So it's been up and down and up and down. And that's what happens a lot with young teams and with, you know, young uh, offensive lines and moving forward next year, year after that, it's going to get more, you know, smoothed out, but that's, that's kind of what happens when you have a young team, I think with, with just the way this is going.
2: Right. And just to, to reiterate and kind of somewhat answer your question from a a little bit ago there about Isaiah Prince, Fred Johnson, Isaiah Prince, you know, I've been kind of looking at the Cincy jungle report injury report and other sites, uh, all Bengals and others that, that uh, have been reporting on who's been practicing, who's not Prince has been practicing. So kind of my, my thought would be, you know, they, if Prince is healthy to go, he would be the guy that that would start, even with Fred Johnson playing pretty well last week. But maybe maybe it's another short leash situation where, you know, uh, if, if he if he stumbles again and they liked what they saw last week from Fred, maybe he's the guy who comes in in-game. And yeah. uh, they Which try, I, to, try I to hope not could,
1: We saw that so much last I year. Know. I That's
2: know. That's why
1: I, I'd rather just, if you're ever going to pick, just pick and go. Unless they are just absolute garbage. You have to move them, but
2: that's that's not my personal preference. No, I no, just no. This coaching staff do that. You yes,
1: know? no, I I agree with what you're saying. I, I I just I I want I want consistency. I want the same guys mm-hmm. in there. Which you know when we were going five and two, we did. We had the same same guys in there. You know, and it was it was going good. Yeah. So that, that's the thing. That's continuity. Which I mean, you got injuries and, and and stuff happens. So it's you know every team's dealing with injuries right now. It's just a matter of how you handle it. Mm-hmm. But the big matchup that I want to talk about on Sunday. Is I think the two best kickers in all of football are going to go head to head. You got yeah. you got Money Mick versus Tucker. You know one one is the goat. One's the future goat as far as kickers go. You, you think this might come down to a game winning uh, kick by by one of those two?
2: I would normally say so, except for the calls of two point conversions that Harbaugh's been doing at the end
1: of games. <laughs> right, right, so right, right, exactly. I, I, yeah. normally I'd be like, yeah, <laughs> you know, but. Um, by the I, way, we I, thank him for that too. Those are great yeah. calls. I think he should keep it up. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, so I mean, I, I think that, yeah, I mean, those guys are gonna get their shots in this game for sure. And uh, you know, the, the hope is that Evan McPherson ends up having a career that somewhat resembles Justin Tucker's, right? I mean, Justin Tucker is right. unbelievable, but you know, we can talk about how Chase, or especially early in the year, was a guy that was like directly responsible for a lot of the wins that that they had early in the season, but quietly their fifth round pick, you know, I mean he's he's doing a lot of you, wait, work you, to, to win game. I mean last week you're
1: not supposed to draft a kicker in the fifth round. You you can pick him up anywhere. I heard that so many times. Sorry, good.
2: Yeah, that. I know. But he's
1: <laughs> you know uh
2: Jake Elliott who, right? I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> exactly. we all were like clamoring for Jake Elliott for years and years and years. They draft him and they let him go. And he, he ends up being pretty good for the Eagles. And now they draft this kid and he's, he's been awesome. Um, you know, it's no, no kick is too big. He's missed a couple of, of untimely ones, but I mean, overall he's kids, been kid's been awesome. Yeah, yeah. He's been awesome. Last week was just silly. I mean, I knew, I knew it would be easier for him in the altitude, but right. I, I was like, dude, Fifty-eight yard—that's unbelievable.
1: Well, he probably could hit it from sixty. Yeah, uh, it went well past. Oh yeah, the, the the goalpost. I was just like, "Holy smokes!" But but I'm glad you brought that up. And that's one thing I people get on Zach Taylor about not being aggressive at at certain times. Then other times he is aggressive, which I think he needs to get a little, little bit better at when to go go for it, when not to. That was a great time to go for it. As soon as he missed that kick, you know, Denver Denver missed the kick. I'm like, I look at my son, I'm going dude, we get one play. We got a chance. I said, it's Evan. It's Evan McPherson. And it's thin air. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and yep. TB got open, hit, hit him wide open and bam. Next thing you know, Evan's out there and blasted a, a field goal. So we went from being down potentially being down to winning
2: <laughs> right. at
1: halftime like that.
2: That was, that was a gigantic momentum swing in that game. You know, it's a six point swing and you go oh, big deal field goal before halftime, but when you're the Broncos, you went down there, you missed it, and then immediately the the Bengals get a 19-yarder to Boyd, puts him in awesome position. Well, not awesome, but, but close enough. Close enough. To yeah, get them, yeah, yeah, to get him down there, and uh, you know, for McPherson to hit that. If you're the, the Broncos, you're like, what?
1: What just happened? I, <laughs> right.
2: You know, you're in so a matter sure. of seconds. You're like, right. what? So, no, well, that's
1: yeah. what I had too? I, people, people like last week. Oh, you barely beat the Broncos. I'm like. Broncos are a good team. I honestly, I think they're a quarterback away from being a, a pretty darn good team to be, in my opinion,
2: they've got a lot of talent and they're even when they're, when they're not that great, they seem to be, you know, tough, a tough beat for, mm-hmm. for the Bengals and for a lot of other teams. And look, I mean, that that's kind of the, the talking point for this week, right? It's like, well, that wasn't a very convincing win. And, you know, they've got tough games coming up and all of that makes sense. And I, 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 agree with that but sometimes those those tough wins are the ones that you look back on you go that was kind of i mean i guess if i'm going old school coach style on you that's kind of the character building win or a a season building win where you, go, you know that was just an ugly game not we weren't doing a lot on offense uh, our defense kept us in it our special teams kept us in it and you just kind of if you're able to win ugly i mean they've shown that they can win pretty right with you're a right. lot of points and right. If you can win ugly, especially this time of year, it's like this you time of year, take that.
1: dude. This time of year, to me, it doesn't matter as long as you freaking right. win because it's everybody's fighting like crazy for the playoffs, they're all injured. If you get a win, take it. Now, you've been on for almost a half hour and now. You say you can't go the whole hour. You, you no, I'm good. Time? I'm good. No, I You're think good? I'm good. Yeah, okay. I think I'm good. All right. okay, cool, 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 cool. Then we'll just keep talking yeah. now. Um, I had something else on. Oh, yeah, linebackers here. Now, that's this one that does concern me about the game. Because this defense has been designed to stop, in my opinion, one guy. And that's Lamar Jackson. That's why we drafted Logan Wilson. That's why we drafted Akeem Davis-Gaither. We got Pratt and we got Bailey. And I don't know who's behind them. <laughs> that worries me a little bit. Now, Pratt played, I think, a hell of a game. I think Marcus Bailey played again. So I'm not necessarily worried about those two. It's the guys behind them. What's your thoughts on the linebacking court for going into this game?
2: Yeah, no bocce. It uh, looks like Logan Wilson's not going to be available, so they're going to have to put things together. And and Wilson's played a couple of good games against the Ravens too, so that's that's going to sting. Um, you know, so Pratt's really stepped up. I mean, dude had 15 tackles last week, right. it was, it was unbelievable. Uh, right. And he's he's starting to play really good football. But the other quiet one that that stings this week, too, that's – I mean, he's been out for a little while, but uh, Davis Gaither being out mm-hmm. of the lineup uh, hurts because, you know, tight end coverage and just kind of more uh, – he's, he's kind of that athletic guy, does a lot of different things, and, uh, you know, it just worries you a little bit. So they're going to have to figure figure out something. I mean, it, that's – the Bengals haven't had a ton of injuries, but, I mean, if you look down the line, Jordan Evans, Joe Bocci, Logan Wilson – Akeem Davis Gaither. I mean, it's like, oh man, that that position got ravaged. So one bright spot, and he kind of holds a, a special spot in my in my heart here because he was on on our show a while ago after he was drafted it was Marcus Bailey, though. He played really well last mm-hmm. week. So um, you know, he's a guy that uh I I don't know that he'll ever be a star. I don't know that he'll ever be a a good. Uh, you know, continual starter, but I think for a stopgap guy, and as he gets more, more another guy, you got to give him more snaps, you got to give him right. more time. He was an outstanding linebacker in college. Oh, if uh, if
1: he didn't get injured, he would have been a, a probably a yeah, second round pick. We have for sure. We, got, we have what the sixth, I think,
2: seventh. He was Seven seventh round pick? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: So yeah, I mean, he he was a guy that, that they that was projected to be a higher round picked pick if he hadn't gotten injured. So that's another guy that. Uh, we'll find out. I think it's a big game for him to contribute because the Bengals have had a problem for the last couple of years of covering the tight end. Now they did a good job against the Rappers last time with a linebacking core and with Logan Wilson not being there. That's the part that does scare me of trying to stop. Which I off the top of my head, I cannot think of the Rappers um, tight end. Andrews, Mark Andrews. Thank you, Andrews. Yeah, trying to stop him. So that that's and, and it also depends if Lamar's in there. But I mean, if Lamar's not. Their backup quarterback's been playing pretty good, you know. Yeah, I
2: see. Uh, yeah, I see. Uh, just a comment, Ken Hammock, in your in your YouTube. That's where I was I, uh, talking about Trey Flowers is a guy. He's a big corner. He can probably do some thing. And he he's he's maybe a guy they look at this week. They like to do the three safety look with Ricardo Allen in there as well. Um, he's not nearly as big as Flowers, but a, a guy right. that you know he can, hes kind of a, a little Swiss Army knife guy that can do a couple of different things. So they'll probably put it together. They'll have Bailey out there a little bit. Obviously, Pratt will be out there. So um, you know, I, I, unfortunately, I do expect Andrews to have a bigger impact this this game than than before because of the injuries and because he's a good player anyway. Yeah, but right, um, you know, and, and really the the last couple of of weeks, the Bengals have had some issues with covering tight ends you had uh last week you know Alberto I don't even want to try and pronounce the last name there and <laughs> yeah. uh no fan. <laughs> yeah they both they both had a couple of nice plays and then Kittle killed him the week before yeah. and uh so yeah I mean I,
1: I this that matchup scares me a bit this week yeah exactly that that's that's the one that like I said if we were fully healthy and had Logan Wilson I, I'd feel more confident about it because yeah. I, I think Logan Wilson showed he can cover cover him, and ever since Logan Wilson's been out, our, the tight ends on other teams have gone nuts, on mm-hmm. and more than they normally did. So that that Logan Wilson is has been a big loss. Is what's your thought? Is you heard of anything of Logan's coming back before the year's up, or have you heard any, any news on him?
2: Well, I think that's the hope, and that's the that's the expectation because they didn't put him on short term IR. I think. Right. I think when we start to get into, I mean, I know we would all love to have him back this week for this game, but, uh, the, the hope is I would, I would assume after this week, if there's still, um, uh, you know, if, if, the, if he's still not practicing and, and not looking like he's going to play the following week that, uh, I, I would, I, that's kind of starting to get into worry time. Right. Um, so I, I think we kind of expected that, Based on the injury, we kind of heard a little bit about that this was not going to this week was not going to be it, and then the fact that he didn't go on IR, all that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, um, I think after this week, it it, it kind of gets into worrisome territory if he's still not practicing and stuff. I I would I would assume maybe to you know close up the season, and obviously for a potential postseason berth, he'd be back for that. Right. By the way, sorry for
1: yawning there. I I you're you're that's very right. very I'm used to it. I'm a boring guy, you know. Yeah, you are very very interesting. I'm just I'm, like I said the the my hours at work are just flat killing me so I'm like I'm trying not to yawn. I'm trying to like, <laughs> This is it's not what you do in an interview and you're yawning while you're talking to the guy I'm like that's <laughs> that's great radio right there or, or TV whatever we're doing here. That's anyway, all right. But uh yeah, so uh, which they, they, they've the biggest have done some interesting things with the IR this year. There's guys that they some people think they should have put, like should have put on like Trey Wayne could have put him on earlier in the year and then they didn't then they put him on Riley Reeves they didn't put him on then he played now he's back on so it's always it's been very interesting to me how the Bengals have used the IR and haven't used it in you know certain ways you know it, it's yeah got- I, I
2: I think it's a good rule change by the league to have the short-term IR or the Mm -hmm. IR return deal. That's just provides way more flex. I mean, do you remember you're like, God, years ago, you know, you'd have a guy that would have a high ankle sprain or something that really was maybe a month. And then you're like, okay, well, now we got to just shelve them for the year. And then, you know, and so that having that flexibility where, you know, you, you can lose a star for a little while, but then you could bring them back. And I don't know, it's just, it's a, it's a big, big plus by the league and a big plus for teams to be able to do that and yeah I mean unfortunately too to your point sometimes teams maneuver that incorrectly or yeah uh, you know they make the wrong decision and then they hang on to a guy on the roster too long or you know I mean the, the, the interesting thing with Waynes is they didn't do it early right in the year and then they did it later and not only did they do it later in the year it was like for kind of a large amount of time so it wasn't just like the the you know three week deal and and then let's see if he can bring back it was it was multiple multiple weeks and so um yeah now is is cheeto is he back
1: is he playing this week
2: as of wednesday i gotta i gotta see um i gotta look at this here but uh as of wednesday he was he was still on yet yeah. so i think this is this is wednesday's report i think mm-hmm. um and chidobia was still uh dealing with with the virus so he, I think as of Wednesday was on, was on the COVID list. I'm still thinking he's going to be there, but that would be, you know, I would think maybe towards the tail end of the week, you know, based on the timeline of recovery and all that kind of stuff. Um, He might be available, but uh, you know, it's, it, regardless, Trey Waynes has to be a guy that, that steps up. He he had a couple of issues last week. I know he's probably getting his footing back under him and all kinds of different things being thrust back into the lineup, but um, just in general, down the stretch, they need as many able cornerbacks going. So, exactly.
1: Uh, well, I'll tell you from experience, COVID takes you a little bit to, to get over because I, I had it back right before Thanksgiving. And I had it yeah. for like two weeks. So, um, yeah, it wears well, I'm you I'm glad out. you're doing better, buddy. <laughs> yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. Like I said, I, I, I. I had a weird one. I didn't lose my taste or smell or any of that stuff. I just felt like crap for like two weeks. But yeah. I mean, I, I, I it takes you if you actually have it, and you're actually sick. I understand the difference between sick and asymptomatic. We don't even get into that stuff. But you know, it, it will wear you out. So even if Cheeto does play this week, he might be limited in snaps. I, I would yeah. think personally, the fatigue factor. Of, yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I agree that 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 Wayne's. I think we we have a better chance of seeing Wayne's with more snaps this week. Being his second game back than last week, but dude, how many? There, there was two of them. He should have, he could have had two picks last week. <laughs> two wow. of them were right right in his hands, or well, not right in his hands. Mm-hmm. One of them he dove, and, and but the other was right there. I was like, oh my goodness! It's like so, that would be a great way to, to come back and, and have a a, a pick in your first game back. Yeah. Maybe all the naysayers would just shh a little bit. I know,
2: <laughs> I know. <Ugh. laughs>
1: all right, man. Well, it is almost well, it's six fourteen. I'm getting. I'm tired. I love you. Thanks for coming on. <laughs> you have a wonderful Christmas, a wonderful well, weekend. Um, give a shout out to Cincy Jungle, your podcast, all that stuff real quick before I let you go.
2: Yeah, all the stuff's on CincyJungle.com, part of the SP Nation sports blog network. Uh, at Cincy Jungle is the Bengals blog, so go check it out. And our podcast is – our show is The Orange and or Black Insider. It's part of the Cincy Jungle podcast network that includes – or just the new black from Ace and Zim. I'm sure a lot of a lot of your listeners probably know about them. And of course, Matt Minick, who does Coach Speak and Chalk Talk, we all kind of tag team it and uh, try and give you a lot of different content. We have our show a little bit later tonight, so uh, tune in for that. We've got a cool interview with uh, someone from the Raven side of things, and. We do fantasy football and all kinds. of, We got to get you back on the show, man. Uh, yeah, we, we, that sounds yeah. good to me. As speaking of yeah. fantasy
1: football, I, I made the playoffs. I, I was
2: shocked. I, I'm so happy for you. I did not. So. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, don't worry. I, I lost, so it's over. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but, but I, um, I told you I was going to dominate. Well, yeah. You know.
2: <laughs> what do you quickly? What, what's your prediction for this week? Uh, what do you? What do you? What are you feeling?
1: Um, I think obviously, I, I think the Bengals are going to win. I, 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 this is kind of, but this, I kind of do the same prediction every week, and I, I hate doing this, but I think it's going to be a Bengals one, But I think it's going to be close. I, I, I don't. It's AFC North battle. They're, they're usually not blowouts like they were last time. Usually not. And the Squealers, you blew them out twice. We blew the Ravens out. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think, I, I think it's there's too much at stake. But I do think, it, I, I think it personally could come down to a two point conversion at the end or a field goal. Or something like that. That's, you know, as long as we control or hold on to the ball and somewhat contain Lamar and the tight ends, we got a shot. And you know what, Joe said, you can't zero him, zero him. And the Ravens like zero, due to zero blitzes. So I can see Chase going off again.
2: Yeah. I, you know, I, I mean, it's kind of for my, for my predictions, like, you know, changes with the weather, but, um, I, I think just, you know, the Bengals need to, they can't get off to a sluggish start. They need to, they need to be able yes. to get some points early and get some momentum early. And then you gotta can plant that seed potential. I mean, the Ravens aren't down and out, but I mean, you can kind of say, wow, they're just overmatched because of the roster issues. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Um, So, I mean, that's, that's kind of a key for me. And then, you know, um, the, the halftime, the third quarter halftime thing, right. Where you yeah. can score right before half and come right out in the third quarter. If they can do that kind of stuff. they were doing early in the year i think i think they'll be successful but i just worry about that you know the mentality i I said earlier about you know four games in a row that you lose and back against the wall type of stuff i i don't know the ravens just sometimes seem to respond pretty well to that so i'm interested to see how that works out
1: well hopefully things are changing and and, uh the uh, Bengals will take advantage of that but yeah i agree with you that's a good point you said about starting off fast and that's one thing that the Bengals haven't done they've been a better second yeah. half team than they have a the first half. And I think moving forward to get a playoff win to get a Super Bowl, you got they just moving forward, they got to start off faster with touchdowns, you know? Yeah, that's yeah. That, that's a big thing. Get out in front of them and make them chase the Bengals, that's what yeah. I think. But yeah. I'll be in there in the jungle, I cannot freaking you're out. going. Oh, yeah, I got, yeah, dude, I have some tickets, brother. I know, yeah. I just
2: you know, holiday what? weekend, I don't know.
1: I just... Oh, no, I, I'm, I actually, the, the cool thing is, my sister in law, she's in town. And so I'm taking her. So me and her are, are going to go down and have a blast. We're going to actually, we're going to have like our own cool tailgate set up. We always do the Jack by Joey tailgate. But then my buddy Tony's coming down and my son and his wife are going to come tailgate with us. And she, my sister in is going to be there. So we're going to have our own big old tailgate party That's at awesome. Longworth Hall.
0: That's
1: so awesome. It's going to be a blast. I need to get some sleep so I can yeah. prepare. Yeah. <laughs> And well, get, go get
2: some rest, man. Thanks for having me go. on. I uh I'm, a, I'm I'm a big fan of your show. I quietly watch in the background quite often throughout the week, seriously. So uh, I appreciate you having me on, man. Seriously. No problem,
1: Anthony. Always appreciate you, brother. Hey hey, Merry Christmas. Back at you. Back at you. See ya. See you, buddy. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed that as much as I did. And like I said, sorry if I'm a little because I you know how you get so tired sometimes you can't get your brain to work. That's kind of where I'm at right now. So, but tomorrow is a, I think I'm going to do a show tomorrow. We'll see how tomorrow goes. But if I do a show tomorrow, it'll be a fun football Friday show. I don't have any guests uh, scheduled as of right now. Um, But I, uh, uh, it it should be a fun show. But I will be on the Back Row Bengals podcast sometime tomorrow. So, if you subscribe to the Back Row Bengals podcast with Josh, he's a great guy. I'll be on his show sometime tomorrow. So, make sure you keep a heads up for that. And so I'll at least be on either my show or his tomorrow, depending on how things go in my life. <laughs> all right, let's get to the Facebook groups that let me live stream. And as always, I appreciate every single one of them. They are day Nation, day Legion, Bearcat Country, Bearcat Ruckus, Cincinnati Reds, Rounding Third, Heading for Home, The Ohio State Bucknuts, The Ice Bar. And you can follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Facebook, Instagram. Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopole. TikTok is at Iceman90. I'll be pulling the sign off later on tonight. Put it on the podcast. So if you missed any of the interview with Anthony Kazenda. Kazenza. See, I can't even talk. <laughs> you can check it out on the podcast. It's on Pod, Apple, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, Play, pretty much wherever you get your podcast. Please make sure you rate, like, and review. Give me a five-star review. I'd greatly appreciate it. Leave a comment so more Cincinnati fans can find my podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. YouTubers. My originals were at 1,428 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Because like I said, if it wasn't for you guys, I would not be able to do this. And other than that, if I don't see you guys Friday, make sure sure you subscribe. But if I don't see you Friday, have a wonderful weekend. Merry Christmas. Hopefully, we'll all be rooting on uh, having a uh, Bengals victory Monday. And watching the Bengals whoop up on the Ratbirds like i said if i don't see you tomorrow merry christmas and have a great day and that's just sports baby
0: see ya let's go In the night, stripes in our veins, sparks gonna fly ooh The day. beast is a great, orange, black and white Cause when the jungle come alive, who they, we igniting a... Cincinnati, we gon' rise in our a... In the jungle, we unite in our a... Dripping orange and black and white Who when we fight, live and die We wake up the oh. beast, every day is a off the leash, in the jungle drippin' heat Tigers strike the city streets East side stand up, west side stand up If you weapon, who they, time to put your hands up Single stripes we in it, new day new age yeah we get it Cincinnati jungle fitted, who they in our house we win it Orange and black and white we build it, Earned our stripes you know we kill it i